0: So today on Relax Mel, do you really deserve to be happy? Hello, men, and welcome to the Relaxed Mel Podcast. I am Brian, an outdoor men's life and mindset coach. This is a podcast that helps change the mindset of men and show them that they are capable of achieving anything they set their mind to. I want to help these men see that their dreams are still waiting to be picked up and pursued. You can change how you look at uh, things like anxiety and stresses that you feel. Uh, Your happiness is in your hands. So today I want to talk about... Whether or not you actually deserve to be happy. And the reason that this thought has come up is because I have a list of affirmations that I like to read every morning. And going through there, one of them I wrote down was, I deserve to be happy. And that got me to really thinking. It's like, do I really deserve to be happy? Is this something that, is this a right that I have to be happy? You look at things like the Constitution of the United States says uh, for the uh, you have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it's not that you have a right to be happy. You have a right to pursue happiness. You can chase happiness all you want. You have that right. So does do you have a right to be happy? And that's the question that I want to address today, because the answer is to not bury the lead. The answer is yes and no. Yes, you do deserve to be happy. But with a very steep caveat. While most of it is no, you don't deserve to be happy. And so, to look at this, let's kind of start with the uh, with the negative. We'll end on the upside, so to speak. So to start with, do you deserve to be happy? Well, no, you. Uh, I, no, not really, because a lot of people. And how I re- interpret hearing "I deserve to be happy" is that you. Metaphorically, you know, you are expecting people to go out of their way to make sure that you are happy. When I hear I deserve to be happy, you're wanting, you're feeling entitled that you you have the right to be happy and that you should be and people should make sure that you are happy. Uh, This is a problem that goes, that is the reason for so much downfall and so much divorce in today's society is because people get married. It's, oh, it's great. It's wonderful. Twitter, everybody's Twitter painted and where everybody's happy and all that. And about six months in, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the newness uh, kind of starts to wear off and you know, you're getting complained, uh, you're getting complained to about leaving the lid up and, uh. You leave trash everywhere, and she's you know you get home. She's either getting ready, she's fixing to leave and go out with her girlfriends, or she's going, she's doing something else, or she's supper. You know you you were hoping to have something nice cooked or be able to go out to eat with the wife, and you know she's not cooking. She doesn't want it to feel like doing it. She doesn't want to do it. The house you may come home and the house is a mess, and it just irritates the snot out of you. The and all of a sudden you realize that you're. The marriage isn't quite as happy and as fairy tale ending like as you thought, because you were told, you know, everybody lives and gets there happily ever after. So why can't apparently you must you know we start to think, well, I must have screwed up someplace. I've chosen the wrong woman. I thought she was going to make me happy. I thought I was supposed I'm I deserve to be happy in this relationship. So why can't I? Why am I not happy? And so you start developing a level of animosity and 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 uh, and regret and and all these negative emotions start going through your mind and you start and that emotion starts going through your body and you so you you're not feeling happy you're feeling all these other negative emotions you're not feeling wonderful and and joyous as you have been led to believe but don't you deserve to be happy don't you deserve to have a happy relationship don't you deserve to have a happy marriage well yes yes you do but the misunderstanding is that is is you're pointing that deserve that who deserve who is supposed to make you feel happy is it your wife who's supposed to make you happy or is it somebody else and the problem that a lot of people face with that is the fact that and you're going to hear me state this a lot through this whole podcast is nobody can make you feel anything And since nobody can make you feel anything, that means also that when you are with somebody, when you are married to somebody, they can't make you happy. They can't make you mad. They can't make you sad. They can't make you feel depressed. Everything you feel is done by you. So if you're demanding to be happy, a lot of times you're barking up the wrong tree. You're demanding a, a person, another person, you're giving them the, your, the controls to your emotional happiness. And you're talking to somebody who, in all reality, doesn't have the foggiest clue on what's makes what makes them happy. And yet you're expecting them, this poor soul, to all of a sudden, make, they're supposed to know how to make you happy. And <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You have to be able to make yourself happy. Now... I've mentioned before that your thoughts generate your emotions. Your emotions are just nothing more than a vibration that you feel through your body. You've got really harsh feeling vibrations, like sadness and and anger and and regret and and animosity and things like that. Those those are the emotions that you feel a lot of times when you are quote unquote not happy. Now there's a lot of Offshoots of happiness. You know, you got your excitements and your and, and your your joys and and elations and things like that. But your the events that are the thoughts that you're having are what's keeping you from being able to actually receive the happiness and joy that you're actually wanting and that you believe that you deserve. So do you allow do you believe in in being you believe that you uh, that you deserve to be happy, then if that's the case, if you're if you make your own emotions, then the person who you should actually be telling that, hey, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be uh, happy all the time is actually you. You you actually need to change how you look at different events. Change your thoughts on on an event and you change the emotion, the emotion uh, that you have changes the action, the action changes the result. So if you change how, if you change how you're, you you come in and you're expecting the house to be clean and the wife has not done anything, you've got dishes sitting in the sink that's been there for three days and that's irritating you. Well, why is that irritating you? Are you expecting her to do the dishes? A couple of actions that could be done there is one: you could ex- you could actually let her know, hey, this is something I kind of expect to happen, and you can tell her your, the the expectations. You can give her a manual of what you think needs to be done. Now, and, and dear darling wife, she can go, okay, yeah, I see that those are what you want done. I'm not going to do that. You can't from there. You now know you have an expectation that she's not going to do the dishes every day. So you can either be resentful and angry about it and come in and, and start griping at her all the time, and that's not going to make matters anything any better. Or you can change your thought and go, well, I know she ain't going to do it, so I might as well get home and do it. I'm tired and exhausted, but oh well. I want these dishes done. If that's a hill you want to die on, then go in and, you know, you get in, you kiss the wife, hey, how you doing? All right, doing good. And you go into the kitchen and just start doing the dishes. Don't say anything. You can change your actions. And if you change your thoughts and you change how you approach those actions, you can actually be happy whenever you want in almost any circumstance. Now, life is 50-50, all right? You're going to have 50% of the time, of, that you're alive, you're going to have pain. You're going to have uh, unpleasant, discom- uncomfortable events happening. All right. You're going to be, get sad. Your favorite, your dog's going to die. You're going to, you know, your child's going to be sick. Your wife's uh, lost your uh, had has miscarried for the, for the fourth time. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on in life and it's not pleasant. Now, if you think you deserve to be happy all the time, that's good. But you're not – That's one, all the time – being happy all the time is actually a very unrealistic expectation, especially with life being a 50-50 mix of pleasure and and pain because of just some of the reasons that I mentioned before. You, you've got so many other things. You could get fired from a job. Uh, you're – house could you know your house could burn down there's a whole there's a whole lot of everything that could go on that's going to take away from your chance of being happy so you can choose to either a acknowledge that life we're going to have crap happen to us you know as as uh, the the bumper sticker, shit happens. You know, there's, that happens from time to time. You can either accept that, hey, a crappy day, all right? And experience that emotion because don't ever, and we'll, we'll have a, pod, a podcast about this also somewhere down the road. Don't ever go off and just stuff an emotion away you know, there's stoicism and that's where you take your emotions and you set that off, you set your emotions off to the side to be processed at a later date. So at the, in in the heart of the moment in the heat of that moment, you're not, you know, you're not breaking down in tears or going into blind panic and all of a sudden leaving your family in danger. Men have a a certain element of stoicism ingrained in them so that when something bad happens, they're like, okay, I, I I have to get my family safe first before I process, you know, the fear that there was a gun pointed at my head. And then once you, everything is done, then most guys go through and they process. If you don't, if you, if you don't allow for emotions to happen and have uh, allow for good feelings to or for bad feelings to to live their life cuz they're each all emotions have a lifespan there's it may be really short boom ha <laughs> ha and all of a sudden something bad happens a lot, a lot like a roller coaster emotional roller coaster in a movie you know there's your highs and then there's the lows and you've got all these different uh, pitches of emotion that uh, tug at your heartstrings you can those emotions have just a a lifespan. So they, and a lot of times we sense that there's a bad emotion and we t- tuck it away. We, we, we don't want to experience it. We don't want to have to handle that, you know, that negative emotion. So a lot of times people will do stuff like, uh, if all of a sudden their brain starting trying to process a, uh, Something that happened when they were younger, say there's a, a reoccurring uh, element of abuse that happened. Well, a lot of people will turn to whatever their addiction of choice is that it, use it as a form of buffering to, to take away the immediate need, immediate attention of that thought. So instead of having why my parents weren't, uh, weren't being nice enough to me, that's like, Oh, hey, there's pie. Let's eat pie instead of think. And so you think about these different uh, – as you come across and you think of these different thoughts, you're, you're buffering. Uh, some people, they eat. Other people turn to, to alcohol. Other people turn to other illicit drugs. And that's not allowing you to be happy. Yeah, it takes your mind away from the negative part. But just because you're taking your mind away from the negative part doesn't mean that you are allowing yourself to be happy. As a matter of fact, you're actually making yourself feel worse, because now instead of you know going through and experiencing the motion of why your dad you know yelled at you when you were in uh, in the eleventh grade, now instead of feeling that you're feeling stuffed and bloated and and miserable. Because you ate, you went to the Chinese food restaurant and you had four large helpings of of, off the buffet. And I know I love Chinese buffet. And there's many times I walk out of there and I am stuffed stupid. Why? Because I overeat. Why do I overeat? Because I have a, because during work, I always feel like I'm not ever going to have Enough food. I'm not going to have enough to eat. And so that's a thought that I am personally changing. I have this almost panic whenever I was hearing, all right, well, we're going to be going out for, uh, going out uh, for, uh, for God knows how long. Whenever I hauled sand, I was actually scared that I was going to be gone and there was something's going to happen and I'm going to be out there and I'm not going to have the money to get the food. And so I'm going to end up, uh, Being hungry, how can I work everything out so that I get enough gas, so that I can get enough uh, points together, so I can get enough hot dog? And I ate horribly. I would eat – when I did have enough money, I would spend the money on getting a very – to be able to eat as much as I possibly could. And when I'm at the house, I would – whenever I knew that tomorrow I was heading out, that night, whatever the wife cooked, I would eat this insane amount. I would have three, four helpings. I would eat a lot and it's because I had a thought that I'm not going to have enough while I'm out at work. Now I have changed jobs uh, within the last four months, and so I am working out the that I do have enough. I am actually changing how I eat, especially for the, my New Year's uh, for my uh, my New Year's resolution, but for my goals this year, I want to lose fifty pounds. Part of that is I am cutting myself down to one helping. So if I want to, if I'm, I may end up having a very large plate of, of say, tater tot casserole, but I'm not going to have two very large plates. I will have enough for what I normally have as a serving, as a helping, and that's it. Now, that's not all that I'm ever going to eat of the tater tot casserole because if that is done, it gets put uh, foiled up and it gets put into the refrigerator. And tomorrow for lunch, guess what? I don't normally have a large lunch helping, but I will have a helping of tater tot casserole. And the following lunch, I'll probably have another helping of tater tot casserole because supper will usually end up being something completely different. So I've been able to change my thought, which is changing my actions or changing my emotion about food. So I will be able to lose that weight this year. So I've decreased, I'm uh, rapidly, greatly decreasing the amount of uh, calories I'm bringing in. And I'm actually starting to move at a minimum of 15 minutes a day. So I have got a very dedicated walk of 15 minutes a day. I'm giving myself a a minimum of 6 days a week. So if something happens and I'm not able to uh, not able to go walking, I've got one day. I've got a freebie. But then there's the rest of the week that I've got to walk. And so far, I've hit every day. But another thing about happiness is that a lot of people believe they deserve to be happy. But don't own it, Don't ever, ever earn it. And the, what I mean by that is, a lot of people wonder why they are not happy, but yet they sit on the couch all day long, th- staying in their comfort zone, sitting on the bed, watching Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or any of the other t- streaming services, and then they wonder why they're not happy. Why they're not? What is? What is? Th- what is missing from their life. And that is the fact that they don't do something that actually helps them earn the right to be happy. And yes, you have to earn your happiness. And a lot of that earning is the fact that it's, happiness is the reward for getting yourself out of your comfort zone, doing something that is a little scary. It doesn't have to scare you, scare the poo out of you, but you know, it's it's a, it's a little scary. And the reward for that is always, When you get through the other side of whatever that uncomfortable part is, when you get to the other side of it, it's, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. That was kind of nice. That was rather pleasant. And they're right. It was rather pleasant. It was a very nice, uh, it, it wasn't as bad as you thought. And don't believe me, ask anybody who has gone through boot camp. They will say, well, at the time they were going through it, it sucked, but they look back on that almost in a nostalgic form They're, oh yeah I remember back when we used to we would go and run this and so and so you know they would have these wonderful and intricate stories about what they were experiencing when they went through boot camp I mean I remember uh, I was in the Navy and I remember going uh after going through uh through what we call hell week which was our week in the mess is what it actually was uh in the working in the mess hall he got done, and that grad- you graduated from being a uh, a green webbing belt which we called the booger belt to a sugar belt, which was a white webbed belt and there's all these from the time we learned you know trying to learn how to march and the learning the songs and learning the cadence songs and 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 all that, all the way up to you know, to the day of graduation, and actually for the first time in um, in several weeks that we were actually able to step out and be a part of uh, of the uh, civilian society, it was a it was a uh, an experience, and it was uh, when you got out, you felt better, you felt great, and you're like, yeah, all right, we can do this. We can you feel like you can take on the world almost, and that is because we earned the happiness. Of being of going through the hell that was boot camp. There's a reward for doing the hard work. So if you are, if you're unhappy, but you won't go outside or you don't like to go outside, well, then why don't you try going outside? Do that one thing. You're going to feel a resistance. You're going to want to do something and you're going to come up with every excuse known to man not to do that. So instead of listening to that excuse, listen to it and go, hmm something's behind that curtain we're gonna go look at that curtain and let's see let's let's pay attention to that man behind that curtain because there's a there's a bit of a of something interesting there and it's something of uh that is good and so if you go through the discomfort you address that discomfort and you face it and tackle it when you make it through onto the other side it's great it's a lot like riding a bicycle you know you were full of anxiety and, and fear. You know, you wanted to ride the bike. You knew you did, but you also knew that you were going to be falling and banging your elbows and scraping your knees, and you were going to come out of this on the other side a little more black and blue, and, but the reward for that was the freedom and the excitement and the, and, the, and the happiness that happens when you actually were able to learn how to take off on that bike, stop that bike. And, and lay your bike over and go walk someplace else without actually your body physically hitting the ground. So we have to be able to go out. You have to be able to do something, do whatever it is that's uncomfortable and scary. You have to earn that right to, to be happy. So do you deserve to be happy? Well, yes, you do deserve to be happy. You deserve to allow, as long as you allow yourself to be happy, you deserve it. But know that hubby or wifey or whoever it is, is not able to help you be happy. They can do things that will help incite a thought that will generate happiness in you. They will have, they can, a lot of times you, uh, not a lot of times, whenever you say somebody's making you mad, it's actually your thought, you have a thought From one of their actions, their action being your event, and you decided to interpret that event as either a good event or a bad event. That bad event then comes along with a negative emotion. You can change that. You can change how you view stuff. You look at stuff and and cry over the fact that, yes, your father has died, but look at the fact that at how happy he made everybody. Look at, at the your friend who may have uh, just died here recently. Yes, very sad, a very tragic event. But you can always make him, you can keep him alive by remembering who he is. And you talked about him. You talk about him. And the more you talk about him, yeah, there's still always going to be that I lost a best friend. But you always have the memory of him with you. You have all the thoughts of all the happy times that you had with him. So you can go and you can have all the happiness you want if you change how you approach the thought. Change your thought, you change your actions. Change your actions, you change your thought. E plus R equals O. Events plus results equals outcome. That's what we've got for today is a nice little short, uh, short run. Want to talk real quick? Um, Got a, my, Live event that is coming up in May of 2002, actually May 7th to May 10th, we are going to be out in Western Oklahoma. and it is going to be a great time where we're going to get together and camp. And we're going to experience what's called the three-day effect. This is where you set out for uh, you get out in, uh, into Mother Nature and without your electronics, you start slowing down. You start approaching different events, different problems, different obstacles in your life in a completely different manner because you're actually your brain is not now not tied to the electronic devices that you've got and whether they're giving you little hits of, of dopamine like they're like they're designed to, they're now you're now looking around and all of a sudden you're going, I never noticed that grass being that dark of a green before. The way the sound, the air, the wind whistles through the trees is such a haunting, beautiful sound. You start hearing the ducks out on the pond. If the, if we've got enough water, (laughs) you will have, uh, there's a little pond out by where I'm at. And if you want to fish, then make, just make sure you have your fishing license and all that. But when you go, when you show up, we're going to be having different coaching events, different little coaching sessions with everybody and help them with their stuff. And then on top of that, every night we're going to end up having um, a mastermind where we all get together. And yeah, it means you have to come in and you're going to have a, you'll come to the group with a problem and we're going to help everybody and by getting, by understanding what the, what they're facing and everybody's got a different line of approach for the different problems that they face. So if you can, if you, you're going to be able to go, and I've been saying that as you're going to come in with an obstacle and you're going to leave with a plan, you, uh, with the, this, this was going to help so many men, those that come, they're going to leave a, with a changed mindset and a changed attitude, and they're going to have, be more determined to actually find a solution to what their problems are and that's what what I, what I want to be able to help them with is get the find out what the problem is approach that problem and do so out in the 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 sun and the air of of western Oklahoma. so if you are interested please go to relaxmail.com forward slash live event and 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 sign up uh it's yeah it, the price is going to be a little is a little steep uh, but you're also getting a lot of uh, different, you know, a lot of great value with that uh, for that price. You're getting coaching and and masterminding uh, that's all mixed in together for four uh, for four days. So sign up and help, and we'll see you in uh, in May. And like I said, you'll come there. You're going to have an obstacle, but you're going to come home. And you're going to have a plan on on achieving and beating that that obstacle. So. This is Brian with uh, Relaxed Mill. Thanking you again for taking the time to listen to me. And uh, we will uh, see you next week. So till then, stay productive, man. Bye.